Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. London called, we answered. And so did our four champions across our four grass court cities. The Euro grass court circuit continues as we are just about a week or so away from the beginning of Wimbledon at the All England Club. Four trophies lifted, including potentially unofficially the heaviest trophy on tour as we get set to see what Matteo Berrettini did joining a number of former world number ones in the process as he lifts that opus ahead of his head. I mean, that is good shoulder work by Matteo Berrettini. Hello and welcome to our Santa Monica studios. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day to you, Paul Anacone. I'm Noah Eagle. We do have one more joining us at some point. I'm not sure when he's going to be ready, though. In the bullpen. In yeah. the bullpen, stretching, warming up. You know, he'll be getting here. Just got some stuff to get, get in order. Oh, wait a second. Is he is he already here? I don't know. Not yet. No, no. no. I'm just getting excited. I'm getting well, ahead of myself. Well, it is Father's Day, so happy Father's Day. How about happy Father's Day to your dad, to yes. Ian Eagle? Happy Father's Day out there, too. Noah's sending you an unbelievable present, Ian, just so you know that. Please be prepared to be disappointed. <laughs> Very disappointed as well. Any good Father's Day plans? It's been a great year for you as a father, uh, I, by the you way. You know, they're top secret. I can tell you, <laughs> but then, then there'd be trouble. I get it, yeah. So. We, I know you weren't here yesterday. We already had a Michael Corleone mention on the show, really? which means that things are only heading in that type of direction. Okay, so it's probably good. best if we just get right to action. Let's do Either it. Either way, I hope you have a fantastic day, and we are very glad to I have will. you Happy here. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Love it. All right, let's start in Hala, where it's been an eventful week for Daniil Medvedev, who has been nearly unbreakable. Only one break point surrendered all the way up to the final, but QB Hercotch Paul was playing a different level of tennis today. He sure was, and it was going to be really interesting from the start because I was wondering if Hercotch was going to be able to take the space that Medvedev gives you on a grass court, and boy, did he take that space. Just dominant tennis from that first set, power serving, aggressive returning of serve, new one to come forward. Yes, Daniel Medvedev is playing. He's back all the way along the fence, and when you give up <laughs> that much room on a grass court, a guy that knows how to move and play on a grass court like this will put you in trouble. It was a dominant first set. Lots of power, some variety from Harkot, slice backhands here. Look at the ability to sneak in, comes forward, great hands there and another reaction it was one after another and that's kind of how things went look at the get over his head Medvedev knows how to scramble and run better than most but how about Perkot 6-5 great athlete creates even Craig Father Christmas I mean Craig Boynton saw that was very happy about that as coach and uh, here we go at 5-4 match point. Medvedev started playing better the second set but it was a grass court clinic from a guy who's just better on a grass court right now than Medvedev is. It, it really did feel like this was less what Medvedev didn't do and more what Hercotch did do. Just so much impact as he is now 5-0 and in finals appearances at the ATP level. Daniil Medvedev, five straight finals losses, including last week in the Netherlands when he fell to Tim Van Rijthoven. And we look at the road to the title for Hubie Hercotch. Got past Kyrgios in that battle of a semifinal yesterday. And some of the tennis and some of the level we saw 
from this man in the third set in particular really set up what he did as he just kept that momentum into the final today. And one of the toughest matches he played was against another American in Maxime Cressy in that first round. But impressive tennis, it would say, from point A all the way to point E. If you take it from step by step, my math wasn't great, so don't don't I'm, quote me on right. it. Was I right? <laughs> You're close. Okay, I was close. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm eagle, so yeah. I like E. I like it. Either way, I would say his level really just continued to raise as the tournament went on, and he's got to be feeling very good as he gets closer. Yeah, to Yeah, look, I mean, it's fun to watch Hubert Hercotch play tennis. He knows how to play the game, and boy, does he know how to play it on a grass court. You know, we saw it last year at Wimbledon. When he got to the semifinals, we got the power serve. We got the movement for a very athletic six-foot-five Guy, one of the things that really uh, shines through to me this week for him is 5-0 and in tie breaks. That, that means he's confident. That means he's playing the big points really well. To get through two tough tie breaks against Kyrgios uh, was really impressive yesterday. And then to back that up and come out today, play that power tennis against one of the best defenders out there and be really clear and confident about his game plan um, was really fun for me to watch. Craig Boynton told me beforehand it really it's not that complicated what he needs to do, but against a great player, he's got to do it the right way. That's take the space, be clear about your game plan, try to get to the net, and boy, he executed to a T today. So to a T or to an E. <laughs> One of those today. He did, he did it well. We're going to get through the entire alphabet by the end of the show, but for Daniil Medvedev, Mention it. Five straight losses in finals, including back-to-back weeks. Hasn't won one since he took the U.S. Open last year. Obviously a Grand Slam champion. Obviously he's number one in the world. So there's a lot of accolades. And he's getting to finals. So it's not like he's losing early in these tournaments. But what mentally do you think might be going on in his head right now? Well, that was what was a little disconcerting to me today. And I saw it some this week. There was a lot of rambling and a a lot of uh, kind of rambling monologues and anger kind of towards his box and Mm -hmm. talking to his wife and also Jill Savard. There was a lot of frustration. And you don't like to see that, uh, especially with a great player, because to me that means there's something that's not working right. Might not be on the court, might be off the court. I think the biggest thing for Daniel is that, number one, it's a grass court. So it's a little tricky to play his style because he gives up so much space. He's so great at it that he's going to be able to beat probably 85, 90% of the players like that anyway. But today we showed why, or he showed why it's a problem against a really good grass court player. And I think ultimately too, in the back of his mind, to not be able to go to Wimbledon, that's got to have some kind of residue lingering as well. Jill Savard left. We have an entrance We've got our third member. No. He's here. Yes, yeah, he's here. Happy Out of the bullpen. Day. Andy, happy, happy Father's, Father's Day. Day. Likewise, guys. I just want to know, was it was it Father's Day celebrations or was it maybe the pre-Father's Day night before Sweet and Cove celebration <laughs> that maybe made you a little less uh, curious about? It was, uh, well, I appreciate you trying to make it an either or and not both, um, <laughs> but you know, Kids are excited. It's the, uh, the, the morning of the year where we try to get some pancakes and pray for no defaults. But we got a default, so here we are. There I'm you ready go. to go. Happy pancakes. Pancakes, pancakes interesting, by the way. Yeah, chocolate or, or chip or crab, only. Crab cakes and football is good. Crab too. cakes and football. That's <laughs> yeah. what Maryland does. And right now, right. Matteo Berrettini winning is all he does. As we move over to London, where he has continued to just dominate on the grass. The champion last year taking on a surprise this week in Philip Krajinovic. And Andy, you joined us, so why don't you take us through this highlight? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I thought Berrettini was the overwhelming favorite here. He's done such a good job of being able to shorten up that back end swing, plays that slice as kind of his go-to ball, and that floating slice where he gets in a la Paul Anacone to get the break there in the first set. And we thought it might be downhill skiing, but Berrettini uh, taking control there, gave up the break, uh, but then got one back at five ball, closes out the first set. Is just so in control, is not scared of these tough moments uh, on the grass court. And again, that short preparation on the forehand is just so good. He's able to play that volley down, but Karinovic with some creativity in the dive. The guy has been putting in the hard yards all week, but Berrettini consistently getting into return games like we had talked about yesterday, where he's putting pressure on every single game, able to approach the transition game, has gotten so much better over the last couple of years. And this is a guy that we forget was out for three months. What does he do when he comes back? Wins back-to-back grass court titles and wins back-to-back titles at the Queens Club. Not seen on camera after Paul Anacone got that shout-out. He looked exactly like Matteo Berrettini. In fact, he looked I like wish. Johnny Drama <laughs> after a victory. Uh, I wish I looked like Matteo Berrettini. Boy, Andy hit the nail on the head. Great combination of power with the slice backhand. And what a road to the title, Andy. Some good wins for him, huh? Yeah, and, and listen, the, the, he, all types of different wins, right? He was straightforward. He got into a tussle against Kudler where he had to kind of grind back and then was straightforward the last three three matches, Paul. This guy's a downhill snowball going into Wimbledon. Uh, he's got a, as good a chance as anyone not named Novak for my money. Eighth player in the open era to win back-to-back titles in London, and here's what he had to say after the victory. The last thing that I expected was coming back from a surgery, winning two titles in a row, defending my title here, one of the most prestigious tournaments that we have. So I don't really know. Like, I don't want to cry. <laughs> Uh, But, yeah, um, it's most of the job is thanks to them, my team, my family, people that were close to me. You could see the emotion and certainly understand why it's there from Matteo Berrettini coming back from injury. Mentioned that he's the eighth player in the Open Era to win back-to-back titles at this event. Andy Roddick is one of those eight, win three in a row from 03 to 05. So, Andy, take us through what Matteo Berrettini did this week. And more importantly, as you said, overwhelming favorite, but still had to go get the job done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nothing's given in this sport. That's why we all, we all love it so much. But you can see his emotion there talking about it. Listen, when someone goes out for three months, we get kind of emotional when we hear that they get hurt. And frankly, we kind of forget about them, right? We go through the clay court season and we're talking about who's going to win there. Who is Rafa going to get it done? And we get distracted by so many different storylines. So our attention hasn't been on, on Berrettini at all. Um, so for him to come back, grind through last week, beat Andy Murray, another kind of a great comeback story in the final there, and then continue that to get that many matches in in two weeks. You could not draw up better preparation uh, for Wimbledon. I'm sure he's not playing next week. No interest in taking a wild card anywhere. He should just keep this confidence in a bottle, lock in his reps, and coast into Wimbledon. The guy's looking great. I mean, for me, it's just so much fun to watch someone recover from an injury and do it like that. Andy, you and I have both lived through injuries. You have so many things that come into your mind. Uh, how well can I play? How long will it take me to get going again? And when you see a guy come back after 12 weeks like that and win the first two tournaments, 
to me, that, that's really jaw-dropping. I, I think Andy hit the nail on the head. This guy, other than Novak, and I always give Rafa as a favorite, even though he's got no preparation. Other than those two, this guy is the next big thing at Wimbledon. He's just playing such great grass court tennis. Nearly untouchable at the moment, and Berrettini with another title to his collection. We'll keep that momentum rolling as long as he possibly can on the grass. We will move to Berlin, where the top seed Ange DeBoer has been just as dominant herself after going down three love in the first set yesterday to Coco Goff. The train's been on one track, Paul. Yeah, she's so much fun to watch. Variety, power, subtle things that she does so well that really shine on a grass court. No different today. Beautiful topspin lob here. And she played some terrific tennis, but this is where things went south quickly. This is a let's-hold-our-breath moment. Benchich goes over. And I'll tell you what, Javor runs to the other side of the net. Right there, the, the ankle gets twisted in very awkward position. Didn't look terrible, but she did get the trainer to come on. She did a nice job to try to keep playing. Uh, the first set was uh, over after the next point because that was a set point. But you could see Belinda Bencic was laboring to keep things going. And if you're laboring on a grass court against someone like Javor, it is very difficult if you're not 100%. I think also, too, in the back of her mind, she's got to be thinking, am I going to be able to play next week? How bad is this? What should I do? Um, and it was at this juncture where she just said, I, I, I just can't do it. I just can't go. Uh, a lot of uh, compassion and empathy. Sympathy and sympathy from Jabir. She was the one that actually grabbed the ice bucket and brought it over there for her to put her foot in. So no one likes to see a tournament end like that. But for that woman right there, man, she's playing good tennis. Yeah, some really cool images of, of Jabir going over and really consoling her opponent, Belinda Bencic. A disappointing finish to this final, the rematch from Charleston. But Jabir gets her revenge 6-3, 2-1. Had six aces, no double faults, three games into that second set. And you see that road to the final. Other than the three-setter against Sasnovich, it was pretty easy sledding for Jabor. The top seed proved that ranking and continues to just add wrinkles to her game. And Andy, when you look at what she's capable of on the grass, it's translating on pretty much every surface at this point for Jabor. Yeah, Ons Jabor is just knocking down those kind of career pedestals, right? Winning her first uh, title last summer, uh, Masters 1000, win here in Berlin, different titles on clay, on the grass, effective on the hard. The next thing is can she make a big run at one of these slams. We obviously know that she's one of the, the top players in the world now, but we have to prove it out on the biggest stages. She seems primed and ready to do that at Wimbledon. And listen, let's also point out, you already mentioned the highlight, but let's point out the class uh, of which Ange Jabor uh, operates day to day, right? I, I, I jokingly call her the most hugged player on tour. I don't think she actually gives any handshakes. She just gets hugs uh, at the net all the time, but it's become her, because of her behavior in those tough moments. And also let's, we always say like, we should tough it out. We should tough it out. I think I actually give Belinda Benchins credit. If she knows that it wasn't one of those ones where she went over and was instantly done, but it, it's hard to fight your own instincts of wanting to play and continue for that title. But listen, we don't, we don't come to the grass, grass court season. No offense to the wonderful tournament in Berlin, but we don't enter the grass to play that tournament. Belinda Benchitz has her form. She has to make sure she's okay for Wimbledon. I thought it was the smart move. Yeah, it was. And, and, you know, as a player, you always have a few questions in the back of your mind. You don't know how, especially the ankle. I've done that a million times where you're like, how bad is it going to be the next day? That's yep. what you don't know. And you don't want to risk something like that. Belinda Bencic is playing some terrific tennis. So things for her is to stay healthy and to try to make sure it's not that bad. But I tell you what, uh, Anstrup, we really a class act. Always good to see great players that are great people.
people, and she was very yeah. empathetic, and it's not a shock. She's a wonderful young woman, so congrats on a great tournament for her. No doubt about it. I very much look forward to keeping the stat most hugs on the tour. That is my is new that your, life's is work. That you, okay. My new life's work after this show. So uh, excited for that. Excited to see how Anj Jabor continues on this path. And excited for our best of the best of the week. We've got our hot shots from every tournament. The best five points. The hottest shot from a busy week of action. Plus, with Wimbledon just around the corner, we share some of Nadal's latest efforts on the grass a little later on the show. But it's not what you might think here on TC Live. MakeTennis.com your online information source throughout Tennis Channel's London Calling. Stay current with live match scoring and stats, draws, rankings, plus all the latest player and grass court tournament news leading up to Wimbledon. Visit Tennis.com today. We had a doubles final in Berlin. Katarina Sinyakova, Storm Sanders. This one was a fantastic matchup with Cornet and Teichman on the other side, but it is Sinyakova and Sanders breaking to wrap it up in straight sets and claim the title. There's a reason that they were the top seed, both excellent doubles players and both enjoying a sensational moment together, back-to-back, -back, lifting the trophy. We've got the best of the best of the best, sir, coming up on Tennis Channel Live. Some of the best shots of the week on the grass. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to TC Live. Well, after action got rained out yesterday, we had two semifinals to start the day. It led us to this final. Zhang Shui and Beatrice Haddad Maya. Paul, the winning continues. I'll tell you what, this was a long day of tennis. Remember semis earlier, finals now. And uh, for Haddad Maya, an earlier win today uh, really propelled her with a lot of confidence. Whenever you can beat Simona Halep, you're feeling good and feeling confident about your game. It didn't continue during this match. She was moving well uh, and, and gave herself an opportunity to play some big tennis. But once again, here we go. This is the second time today, and uh, this is not a sight anyone wants to see. But, yep, another withdrawal. So this is a, a tough one, but one that uh, Haddad Maya is going to take and take that trophy and uh, take some confidence and now take a seating into Wimbledon. Yeah, 29th in the live rankings. Ten straight wins, two straight titles on the grass for Haddad Maya. We go to the social net. This is important news. Yannick Sinner, who we last saw withdraw from his match or, or retire from his match with a knee injury at Roland Garros, working with Darren Cahill. And if you watch Yannick Sinner and have watched him over the last couple of years, you know just what the ceiling might look like. It is the roof, as Michael Jordan might call it. It is basically limitless, Andy. So what do you think that this pairing could potentially mean in the future? I think it's a great get uh, for Yannick Sinner. Um, obviously, we didn't know where 
where Darren was as far as health and wanting to be home in Australia. And I, I, I honestly, I didn't know that he was kind of looking to get back into it uh, this quickly, but great surprise for the tennis world. Huge, huge get for Yannick Sinner. What he needs now is one of those coaches that has worked with the top players, right? He's trying to transition from a guy who's 10, 12 in the world into a guy who's maybe a top five player and contending uh, at those slams. And uh, a voice like Darren Cahill's is only going to help him along the way. Yeah, and one of the things that I think that we have to be concerned about is a little bit of the injury bug this year for Sinner, right? We saw this at Roland Garros. We saw the foot uh, earlier in the season. He's had a couple of little things that have been bothering him. So, number one, make sure the body's right. Number two, this is a great hire. I mean, this is a really smart thing. Darren Cahill knows what it takes to be at the top of the game. Yannick Sinner is right there. One of the most important things to go from very good to great are really things that are small percentage but really at the most highly percentage necessary time. What do I mean by that? It's a difference between second, third round, semis and finals of Wimbledon, things like that. And that's a man that knows what it takes to really ingrain the right mindset at the biggest moment. So this is going to be a good, a really good pairing, I think. I love it. Spoken like a true coach and very true words as well. As we move on to Rafa Nadal, who is planning to play Wimbledon, but he's getting some extra That's cuts in. Wimbledon, yeah, he's it? getting some extra cuts in on the grass. Listen, Paul, he's still on the grass. The question is, what do you think of his swing? Uh, I don't think his swing is great, personally, but uh, <laughs> I think his golf game is very good. And not surprisingly, he's one of the best mental uh, athletes out there. I'm, I'm sure he's not making bad shot selection choices on the golf course, and I'm sure he's pretty tidy when it gets around finishing the hole. I'm just imagining his playing partners where you're making small talk on a golf course. Hey, so what have you been up to? Oh, you know, I just, 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 been, just, been, just been busy winning 14 uh, Roland Garroses. You know, oh, so, some, so, so, some accountants going like, oh, okay, that's great. I, uh, you know, I, I, had, I had a nice dinner last week with the wife. I, <laughs> just I, I finished tax season. <laughs> just yeah, finished tax season. Exactly. Your taxes are great. Doesn't matter what the tax rate is. You're fine. <laughs> I, listen, I just want to know, does he grunt when he hits the ball? He can do whatever he wants. I, I agree. See, I agree because I do think that the grunt, it provides an extra boost. I'm I'm all for the golf grunt. I think we should get that started personally. You push it over the line, Noah. That's push what I do. I'm a, I'm a pusher. I'm a pusher by nature. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to our final main tweet of the day. That's Ricky Gervais, comedian who played some tennis and said he shouldn't have wore black. You can see the face got a little bit red. I think we've all been there before. But, Andy, you are quick to chime in, huh? Well, I, as like a hat would be fine. Ricky Gervais, really successful, really smart guy. Uh, you know, he's, he's he, all he does is sell like a stand-up special every month to Netflix for a <laughs> yeah. billion dollars. You, you figure the guy would know how to, to work some sunscreen uh, or, or a hat. But on the, on the positive side... If he does get tan enough, his freckles might connect and might lay might layer in nicely. So, you know, I'm just happy that Ricky Gervais is playing tennis. We'll try to get a game sometime. Yeah, I'm sure he's good out in the court. And, and if things go bad, I'm sure the uh, commentary would be fun. You got to check out his <laughs> podcast with uh, with Sam Harris. Uh, I think it's called Totally Mental. Really interesting stuff. And this guy's a smart guy. <laughs> it's good to have him in the tennis family. And look, free lessons from Andy Roddick. What's better than that? There you go. There you go. I think that as long as he keeps the racket smash from Andy Roddick, he'll be all That's good. That's right. The, the, the picture-perfect racket smash. We've got London Calling that continues into next week's coverage. Eastbourne, which should be pretty loaded starting at 6 a.m. Eastern. It all concludes with encore coverage per usual. Following TC Live, we've got the best of the best of the best week coming up next on Tennis Channel Live.
Shout out to Jeff Chisifer with a call on our number one right. play, best of the best I'll of the best of what. the best of the week. I tell you what, we have to have a new part to this, though. I'm on the Andy Roddick team of we always have to look at the score mm. to see when it happens. Because mm. Curiosos were awesome, but look at the scores. Mm. Probably not that as important of a time, but look at the Ange Jabour one. That was just off the chart. Well, I know Andy agrees that that should have been number one. Yeah, I, 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 I almost quit. No, I, I, I was, I was, I was done. I was, I was, I was, I was done with all of you. And if Anjabor wasn't wasn't the number one, she this deserved it. it. On a, on a big point as well. To Paul's point, I love watching Curios. I lo- listen. He's the guy in tennis that you'd want to see the slam dunk contest, right? But it does matter. I'm more impressed by the shots where it's 30 all gives you a break point. There's some significance to the scoreline. But, gosh, the talent on display this week was just something else. I feel like Andy's given us great ideas today. First, we can keep track of how many you, hugs are yeah, given and now a slam dunk contest. Husk in the control room going, okay, one, two, <laughs> this is item number three. Yeah, 100%. Well, we do have a couple more items to get to before we say goodbye. First, the race to the ATP Finals with Rafa Nadal leading by a pretty hefty margin over Carlos Alcaraz. So a duo of Spaniards up top. Novak Djokovic, though, Andy, on the outside looking in for the time being. Well, yeah, and this is actually, normally you would say, hey, listen, we're only midway through the season. There's a lot of tennis to be played, but there are no points at, at Wimbledon. So this is actually going to project forward through, you know, the, the early hardcourt season. So this is probably even more significant at, at this time of the year, especially with Novak's success rate at Wimbledon, no matter what he does. Uh, it, it's still going to be outside looking in. So um, this is this is a significant number. You see Hubie Hercotch, uh kind of moving into the 10th position there. And, uh, you know, he's another one that wishes he could uh, he could count his points from what he has coming up uh, at, at the big show, Wimbledon. Has a very good chance of being an incredibly intriguing ATP Finals. We move over to the WTA race to the year-end files. Iga Sviantek, uh, you want to talk about dominant? That, that looks dominant. Well, not great at math, Noah, but it seems to me like she's got a pretty good lead there at the number one position. And uh, there's a lot of people closely uh, fighting behind to move up. And it's good to see Danielle Collins in there. How about a couple other Americans? Coco Golf playing great tennis. Jesse Pagula as well. But like Andy said, I think just like uh, with the women as the men, the, the no points thing is, is both a, a kind of a blessing and a curse, right? Because the way I look at it, when people are complaining about it, I, I kind of go, well, I look at every year, you start a zero anyway. Mm. Okay, so for me, every year is a race. So while there's not the opportunity... There's not the opportunity for everybody. So it is what it is right now. And like Andy said, right after Wimbledon, the rest of the season, it is going to be interesting to see the gaps as they change and narrow. There were no gaps with the trophies that were given out today. They were two of the largest trophies I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Andy, when you won this tournament in London, was the trophy like that? Because that's a workout right there. Yeah, it was, uh, listen, you weren't real disappointed in having to lift it, but it was a moment where you're like, okay, let's actually get this above our head without looking like a weakling. <laughs> so uh, the, 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 one, the one at Queens Club is, uh, is uh, it, it's a big one, but it's one that you, that, that's a problem you want to have. It's a good problem to have for sure. You have any big trophies? Uh, I, I, I have a, one trophy. <laughs> Very small. 
But it's, I'm very proud of it. Yeah. It doesn't weigh a lot, but I'm very proud of it. Yeah, listen, you've got your trophy room, and it's go. filled. That's it. That's all you need yeah, to know. Yeah. Nobody needs to know how many. It's <laughs> filled. And that's what Father's Day is all about. Happy Father's Day to you, Paul. Andy, happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to all those out there. Happy Juneteenth as well. We appreciate you for joining us all week long with our fantastic tournaments. For Paul, for Andy, our entire crew, we say so long. Sloan Stevens in action next on Tennis Channel.